Are you trying to squeeze the starting solid food stuff into your already busy schedule? Well, I have an all-in-one done-for-you solution that's going to take the guesswork out of feeding your baby. My online program is called Baby Led Weaning with Katie Ferraro. It contains all of my baby led weaning training videos, the original 100 First Foods content library, plus a 100-day meal plan with recipes like the exact sequence of which foods to feed in which order. So if you want to stop trying to piece all this feeding stuff together on your own, I would be honored if you would join me inside of the program. You can get signed up at babyledweaning.co slash program. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And of course, the potential harmful consequences of high nitrate intake for your baby, like blue baby syndrome not desirable, but also you guys, super rare. And if we look at where nitrates occur in the food supply, a lot of times they're used as the preservatives in cured and processed meat products, which because of the high sodium content, those aren't foods that we're regularly offering to babies or we shouldn't be. And then when we look at the vegetables, things like carrots and beets and spinach, in the quantities that your baby is eating them as part of a bigger balanced diet with lots of other food groups in there, you're not shoving green smoothies down your baby's throat and maybe accidentally making them eat very high quantities of this with your regular typical amounts that your baby eats, this is really not something that you need to be worried about. Hey there, I'm Katie Ferraro, registered dietitian, college nutrition professor, and mom of seven specializing in baby led weaning. Here on the Baby Led Weaning Made Easy podcast, I help you strip out all of the noise and nonsense about feeding leaving you with the confidence and knowledge you need to give your baby a safe start to solid foods using baby-led weaning. I know as a parent, there are many things that you are probably worried or concerned about as your baby is starting solid foods. And my intention with this episode about nitrates in your baby's food is not to add one more thing to your plate to worry about, okay? The takeaway message from today's episode is going to be that nitrates in your baby's food is not a huge concern. But I want to talk a little bit today about what nitrates are, why in high quantities they can be harmful to babies. They cause this weird phenomenon or condition known as blue baby syndrome. I want to talk about where nitrates come from in the food supply because there's some good messages about introducing a variety of foods and how we select those foods. And then we'll talk about what we can do to reduce the risk of any potential problems with nitrates as we're deciding what foods to feed our babies. But again, I don't want you to worry or panic because what we're talking about today, I mean, this is the 329th episode of the show. Like if it were a major thing, you guys, we probably would have already covered it. So let's go ahead and get started. What are nitrates? So nitrates and nitrites, they are composed of both nitrogen and oxygen, and they occur naturally in our world and all around us. They're part of the nitrogen cycle. So nitrogen is If you study introduction to nutrition science, you always learn about the role of nitrogen as an important nutrient for plants and for animals. And we talk about, you know, nitrogenous waste products and when we're digesting proteins and within soil and water, as well as wastes from animals and humans, and then fertilizer products that as vigilant as you may try to be, you're still going to get some of these byproducts, the fertilizer products, they're decomposed. They end up forming nitrates and nitrites. Now, Why are nitrates bad for babies? So I think as an adult, the reason I think about nitrates, like when I'm choosing certain meat products, I tend towards the ones that are nitrate free. 
So nitrates are used in meats in order to preserve them. So processed meats in, for example, like deli meats, deli turkey and hot dogs, ham, salami, those are preserved with nitrates. And in very high quantities, researchers study nitrates from the food supply as being potentially carcinogenic, meaning that they can cause cancer. So if we can choose foods that don't have higher levels of these preservatives, the assumption there, and again, we know not everything about the development of cancer as it pertains to diet for sure. For your babies though, I'm not really concerned about the nitrate conversation from cured meats because to be honest, those cured meat products are way too high in salt for babies to be having. So we're not, for the most part, regularly offering lunch meats and deli meats and salami and pepperoni and ham to baby because the sodium content is too high for them. But what about nitrates from vegetables, okay? So in very, very high quantities, there is a condition. It's sometimes referred to as blue baby syndrome. So this is a condition where baby's skin turns blue. It happens when there's not enough oxygen in the blood, okay? So it's also called methemoglobinemia. So methemoglobin is a form of hemoglobin. That's talked about that when we teach about iron, right? It's the protein in red blood cells, and that's responsible for carrying the oxygen throughout the body. But when the methemoglobin levels are too high, then that hemoglobin can't release oxygens to its tissues. And the tissues have a lack of oxygen, hypoxia, okay? And that causes that bluest discoloration of the skin. Like you learn that as a, a parent, like blue is bad, right? When your baby is potentially choking, they're gonna be blue or purple and there's no air passing through. Problem, okay? With the high levels of the nitrates, and this blue baby syndrome can be caused by a number of different factors, including exposure to certain drugs or chemicals. It can be a genetic defect or it's caused by high levels of nitrates in the diet, okay? And the severity of methemoglobinemia can be mild. It can be severe. In some cases, it can be life-threatening, but even from a thorough literature search, it does not appear to be like something that should be on your high-level concern. Like of all the things that could potentially happen to your baby when you start solid foods, blue baby syndrome is pretty low. But Parents ask about it, so I want to cover it. Where do the nitrates come from in the diet? So we already mentioned the meat products, okay? They're widespread in the environment, but also nitrates are used as preservatives for certain meat products. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. If you've been thinking about giving therapy a try, BetterHelp is a great option. It's a convenient, flexible, affordable, and entirely online experience. All you do is just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist, and you can also switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. I used to think therapy was just for people who have experienced major trauma, but therapy can help you be at your best no matter what you're going through. So whether it's to learn new positive coping skills, set more realistic boundaries, or just show up as a better version of yourself, BetterHelp is here to help. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so that you can do more of it. If you want to live a more empowered life, therapy can help you get there and BetterHelp can help you. Visit betterhelp.com slash weaning today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P.com slash weaning and get 10% off your first month. Let's talk about the vegetables though, because these are foods that you are more likely to be introducing to your baby. And there are 
certain vegetables that are higher in nitrates. So raw spinach, for example, beets, celery, lettuce, those are thought to have high concentrations of nitrates. So they've been identified as the primary source of nitrates along with processed meats. Now, nitrates are also prevalent and present in the water supply because of the use of inorganic fertilizer. We see higher levels of nitrates in water resources around the world. So we're not going to talk a ton about water. I want to focus more on those vegetables because the second I say beets, parents are like, oh my gosh, my baby had beets last week. Am I going to have causes blue baby syndrome? No, 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 no. I just want to point out that blue baby syndrome is a relatively rare condition and we don't know about its incidence around the world. Infants who are six to 12 months though, they are considered to be at higher risk because their digestive systems are immature. So they're more susceptible to that condition. So if those infants consume really high levels of these foods, the nitrate-containing foods in their diet, and if they're having contaminated drinking water, then yeah, they would be potentially vulnerable. So it's worth being aware of, okay, in order to minimize exposure to consistently high exposures to these high nitrate foods and water sources. So if your baby is showing signs of blue baby syndrome, like blue or gray skin and rapid breathing or lethargy, take them to your doctor immediately for diagnosis and treatment. Is this really something that we need to worry about? Because we don't have good global statistics. And again, just looking at recalls, et cetera, you know, there's a lot of chitter chatter right now about heavy metals in baby foods, nitrates and like recalls, for example, from certain baby foods about nitrates, that's not really coming up. There's no recent recalls, no public notices regarding specific brands of baby food and their nitrate content. Okay. So what are the precautions that we as caregivers should be taking? Okay. Avoiding like routine, regular daily use of high nitrate foods. Like if you fed spinach every single day or you did beets every day, carrots are another one that are sometimes listed. It's not saying that you shouldn't be offering those foods, but obviously we talk about the benefits of a variety of foods and offering a variety of different vegetables will help to automatically lower the potential that you're going to be accidentally pumping your baby full of nitrates because you're only doing one vegetable, okay? As far as water goes, okay, the water that you do use in preparing infant formula, if you can, it should be tested for nitrates. And if the levels are found to be high in your area, an alternate water source should be used. So you can research your own public water sources or wherever you're getting your water from in the event that you're using that water to mix formula for your baby. Okay, so you can contact your local or state health department. You can get information on private well water testing if you have that in your area. You can use purified drinking water instead until you determine whether or not there are nitrates in it. Hey, we're going to take a quick break, but I'll be right back. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Another recommendation is if you look at the data about blue baby syndrome and then nitrate content coming from foods and vegetables, it's particularly the highest risk for infants under four months of age. Well, that works for us in a good way because babies aren't starting solid foods prior to four months of age. Like 
Your baby having high levels of beet at four months of age doesn't make sense because your baby's not safe to eat anything except infant milk prior to six months of age, plus when they're showing the other reliable signs of readiness to eat. So one thing you can do is to focus on eating a variety of different colors and different types of vegetables, okay? And then if your baby does have that bluish skin from a lack of oxygen, you're gonna notice it first around the mouth and the lips. And obviously this would be totally separate from like, you know, you're observing your baby for choking when they're actually eating. If they're actually choking, some of this is gonna look the same. We're talking about in the non-eating situation, you're seeing blue or purple lips, or you're seeing nausea, severe dehydration, vomiting, but it's the gray or the bluish skin that's kind of going to give you the cue. And again, this is incredibly, incredibly rare. And what I want you to walk away with, what I don't want you to walk away with, I guess, is saying like, oh, my baby can never have beets. They can never have carrots. They can never have spinach. If you were only feeding your baby very high concentrations of foods like beets and spinach and carrots, then yes, they could be at high risk. And I think about some of these families that are like really, really just hellbent on green smoothies. Every day my kid has a green smoothie. Those are very high quantities of spinach that you are condensing down into a smoothie that once you mix it with something sweet like a banana, a baby, a child could be consuming high levels of. So we don't need to be or want to be feeding any one food every day. My suggestion to you for your babies when introducing five new foods a week, one of those foods is a new vegetable, right? We do a new fruit on Monday, a new vegetable on Tuesday, a new starchy food on Wednesday, a new protein food on Thursday, and an allergenic food on Friday. And we move through in our 100 first foods list, the vegetable list has 20 different vegetables. And those are gonna be vegetables of different colors. They're gonna be from different plant families. You're gonna be getting a variety of nutrients, a variety of color experiences, a variety of tastes, textures, and you're not gonna be overly emphasizing one of those higher nitrate foods. So in moderation, those nitrate-containing foods appear to be perfectly safe to offer your baby. I'll link to some more resources about nitrates in baby food, but I don't want you guys to be fearful of these foods because they're really not a public health concern if offered in the small quantities that babies would naturally eat them. We get into trouble when we concentrate things, for example, smoothies with tons and tons of that produce in it or supplements that are maybe food-derived. The natural amount of food that your baby is going to be eating is not a concern with regards to nitrates. For the water situation, you might want to check into your own municipal water source to see what the deal is with nitrates in your area. Check out more information about nitrates in the show notes page for this episode at blwpodcast.com forward slash 329. And a special thank you to our partners at Airwave Media. If you guys like podcasts that feature food and science and using your brain, Check out some of the podcasts from Airwave or online at blwpodcast.com. Thank you so much for listening and I'll see you next time. Do you find it hard to sleep at night? Then the Calm Cove podcast can help you sleep deeply all night long. Calm Cove has deeply relaxing meditation music and ambient sounds like ocean waves and crackling fires. All of our episodes are designed to help you relax and to fall asleep fast. Calm Cove is brought to you by the team behind Sleep Cove, the sleep podcast that consists of spoken word hypnosis, meditation and stories. So if you want to listen to a beautiful soundscape tonight, search for Calm Cove on Apple Podcasts or Spotify and see how we're helping millions of people relax and go to sleep every night.